Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Many of the organizations that, you know, would want to invest in a sustainable investment fund, data is very important. Because you want to be certain that many of the metrics that would guide and protect, you know, any investor, mm-hmm. you know, will be out there. Sustainable investing takes social, environmental and corporate governance into account in investment decisions. Latest data show that sustainable investing is gaining strong traction in some countries and it is increasingly recognized that sustainable investment is good for business and that investors do not necessarily have to choose between returns and positive impact. In Nigeria, where are we as regards sustainable investments? Hello and welcome to Africa Business Radio. I am Chukunonso Modi. Now joining me to talk about this is a certified chartered accountant and finance consultant with vast experience working across several organizations with different business structures and operating models. He is very passionate about solving complex business problems and helping businesses create value and is currently the managing partner at Office Law Consulting, a finance and strategy consulting firm. He is Mr. Jonathan Obina Ikolumba. Welcome, Jonathan. It's a pleasure to have you here. Welcome. It's also a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So let's get straight to it. In Nigeria, where are we today as regards sustainable investing? Okay, so I like the fact that you set the context by sort of explaining what sustainable investing is. Mm. And um, in terms of where we are with sustainable investment, um, we'll just speak to how long, you know, we've sort of embraced the culture of sustainability in our financial system Mm. and much more to in terms of how businesses approach sustainability. But in terms of where we are, quite a couple of developments have been happening. Um, I know at the level of the Security and Exchange Commission, which is the agency sort of responsible for managing our capital markets, mm-hmm. um, a lot of work has been going on in terms of you know um, coming up with products, coming up with regulations, coming up with framework. Um, just recently, I think it was on two days ago, um, a very big. Um, sort of commitment did happen with sustainable investment. Um, a firm, Africa Infrastructure Partner, um, did sort of raise um, a certain fund for, okay. um, I mean, a certain carbon finance fund, which also speaks to sustainable investment. Um, I also did know that there's a report that has been put out that um, the sustainable investment market in Nigeria is worth about $200 billion. Mm. So um, if you sort of think about it, I think a couple of progress have been made. 
um, if I look back to some of the frameworks that have been in place um, by the Security and Exchange Commission since 2017, so I think it's there's a lot of traction happening. That um, there are a couple of um, sustainable funds that are actually even listed on our stock exchange, okay. and also there are a couple of sustainable funds that even the government themselves, I mean, I mean bonds. I've also tried to raise from our market. Mm. So it's a very big market, you know, that is still evolving and still growing in Nigeria. But I think we're doing fine, but we could do a lot better, especially with what really sustainable investing is really targeting. Mm. So I think we have the potential to do better, but we're doing a lot now. Okay, that's great. I mean, I, I, I see that when they talk about countries that gain traction, we are also part of it. But you also spoke about, I mean, you, you, you kind of said we have still not scratched know the surface when it comes to it so now that brings me to challenges now so what is it that we are not getting when it comes to sustainable investing okay so um the idea around sustainable investing is really investing for sustainability and um, when you think about sustainability just like in your opening salvo um really the broader issues around sustainability is looking at you know just beyond the business organizations looking Mm. at the society and also looking at the external environment even the natural environment as we have it and so if i sort of you know trace this to challenges so i think for me the first challenge will be around the culture of investors or the culture of investment Mm -hmm. really um i think that um, the biggest barrier to really having a very strong sustainable investing market is to sort of improve the literacy or the understanding that you know financing can also be for profit but also address broader goods Mm -hmm. within the society so i think the first one really speaks to literacy and you know that sense of investment culture Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. i think um, we should have there um another one out that is also very important is data because many of the organizations that you know um would want to invest in a sustainable investment fund or perhaps want to invest in a sustainable project um, data is very important because you want to be certain that many of the metrics that would guide and protect you know any investor mm-hmm. you know will be out there um, there are a couple of data especially when you want to screen you know the projects that these investments are targeted at you know so that capturing that data and even the expertise you know around you know ensuring that the data does because this data has to be verifiable yes. so even third party organizations that will verify some of these data that will be relevant to you know just ensuring that investors are well protected or that investors have a good idea of where the sustainable investing will be targeting you know i think that's also a very big uh, one then i also think to regulator regulation as well too um so with typical investment as you have it there's quite a lot of regulations you just okay. have to look at what is happening with certain products like for example the cryptos markets you mm-hmm. know and see mm-hmm. how regulators mm-hmm. you know come hard on certain things so i think that's also one of the things that would also improve um, you know, sustainable investment will be a lot of clear-cut regulations okay. around the different types of routes, you know, to sustainable investing, you know, so that it just guides every market participants, you know, a lot more. So I think those are some of the broader ones. Um, but just, you know, like with Tipcar, with every sort of growing market, I, I think that um, and we're getting there. So I think for me, a challenge will be that, you know, just like with every sort of... Um, evolving situation so i think that we're also getting there so i think there's also uh, with time really we'll, we'll get there as a country mm. I, I you said something about the first challenge you spoke about was on literacy and that you know brought this question to my mind what well, is sustainable investing just focused on companies how about individuals now because i mean this is, is still on the investing you know wanting to create wealth to build wealth but in a sustainable manner so 
what about the aspect of individuals who want to um, invest sustainably? Okay, so um, from the perspective of an individual, um, because if I if I sort of look at sustainable investing, so mm. there is the investment, which is really the product, okay. right? And then those products can be out there. So I'll give you an example. Um, a company might decide to want to raise funds, bonds, debts, okay. basically. And um, perhaps the whole idea around that bond is to do something that is really broader for the I mean, environment and also broader for societal good. Mm. Now, that kind of investment can be appealing to people who are sustainably inclined. Okay. So from that perspective, an individual can participate you know, in a sustainable investment market. And that's really the big catch when I said there's still a lot of literacy because greenly you have investors you might refer to as green investors, you know, mm-hmm. passionate about the environment. You might have investors you refer to as blue investors, passionate about the ocean, you know, the mm-hmm. waterways mm-hmm. and all that so for as long as we have a very stable sort of very elaborate sustainable investment market you would find that even individual investors you know want to participate you know in it as well too because um, it also speaks to the investors sort of risk appetite the investors sort of um, what is really underpinning the investors motive for investment so there are quite a lot of sustainability enthusiasts and you would find that you know as we have a more elaborate sustainable investment market that those sort of individuals would be sort of linked to that many individuals are building portfolios their investment portfolios and part of their considerations their investment portfolios is they'll be happy if some of their investments will be on things that address not just um you know um their own personal financial returns okay. mm-hmm. but also deliver good to the society and deliver good to the ultimate environment mm-hmm. okay interesting and let's talk about investors now since you're talking about them a lot of them believe that you know sustainable investment uh cannot go long term you know as regards principle of investing so in your opinion would you say it's a short-term thing or it can go longer than that so interestingly, the word sustainability, mm. or I mean, sustainable is from the word sustainability, mm-hmm. and linked to that is the idea around sustainability or sustainable development is um, not just the present but also the long term, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. um, which speaks to long term um, sort of is really more long term. Let, let me put it that way. Um, so it, it's actually the reverse that when you invest in a sustainable idea or when okay. you invest in a sustainable project, the idea is that those projects have a longer term impact. So the bigger picture with sustainability is we don't sacrifice the short term for the long term. Okay. Or we don't sacrifice the long term for the short term. So um, the idea around is sustainable investment is that they are longer term. Think about the impact that an investment can have on ensuring a very good natural environment mm. you know um those things actually speaks to how much you know businesses can thrive and operate so if you think about if we have um, investments that ensure that we don't have a lot of cl- um, carbon emission mm. or if you think about investment that ensure that you know our natural ecosystems are not disrupted or just think about the impact we had recently uh, in some of the south region okay. where we had this massive flood happening around so if you think about the investment that might have gone into those areas such that we could have anticipated you know some of these issues we'll have with our coastal regions i think that also speaks to the ability for business to continue to thrive not just in the short term but in the long term so the whole idea around sustainable investment is actually a long-term view you know to where investment should be targeted at mm, so that means this investor is still touching on what you said about yeah. literacy they yeah. still don't know yeah, yeah. understand the whole concept of it yeah. so that's why there's that ideology okay so let's talk about it in the aspect of companies yeah. now 
well, you know, uh, industries. So how exactly has it impacted their function? Because, I mean, we've spoken about individuals also buying in, but basically it's a company that uh, you mentioned one coming together to bring out, raise money yeah. to do this. So how does it help them when it comes to their functions? Oh, um, from a variety of perspectives. So I think for me, the first one that stands out is the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal Target, yes. uh, which is essentially mm-hmm. by 2030, we want to ensure that member nations of the United um, nations are already addressing those targets and so perhaps any company that sort of you know targets sustainability investment or sustainability investing is actually also in line with achieving or helping the countries or helping the united nations achieve that target so there's that global sort of um commitment that you know these companies will be aligned to but more importantly is that to be honest there's, there's a concept of intergenerational equity which is really the fact that you know businesses have to ensure that they operate in a manner that they don't also disrupt future businesses okay. you know um, from also operating so um by doing that um it, it actually can be tied to goodwill you know so there are quite a lot of people who are very happy to look at um, a company and then sort of you know want to see what is their own commitment you know to sustainability linked you know mm. project or sustainability linked targets you know so there's that perspective in terms of you know reputation as well that it does but it is really in the long-term interest of even every business that we sort of think about sustainability and we really invest in things that are linked to sustainability because that's really where we begin to see the ultimate good and because at the end of the day um, like I did say it's about the long term and if we don't think about the long term as we carry out our actions we might have a situation where you know the short-term profits will come but there will be no business so to say really in the long term so I think that you know business the idea of a business is really to be a going concern and if a business is a going concern it therefore means that the business will continue to you know exist and if a business is going to continue to exist actions that will always lead to the long term really are those things that the business should prioritize mm-hmm. you know and it, maybe we'll get there but there are a couple of metrics that we look out for in trying to define what is sustainable investment you know should look like you know mm. there are a couple of metrics that speak to social things you know environmental things you know and even governance uh, i mean i was going to ask you that oh, after I that agree. because that's something too that businesses do need to understand because yeah. in terms of integrating yeah. um, these things in their function so uh, since we've brought that up so what are these things the tools that they need to look at when it comes to that okay so um I, I, there are quite a couple of ways to look at them, but one of the ones I'm very fascinated about is the idea of ESG. So okay. sometimes if you even think about sustainability or sustainable investment, um, there are several levels to it, but one of the very mature levels is thinking about ESG. Mm-hmm. Um, ESG is an abbreviation for three words, environmental, social, and governance. And so... Um, the bigger picture is that they address longer term you know um, capabilities and also are just addressing longer term resilience of a business so if you think about the e in the esg speaks to environment so mm. a lot of things like carbon footprints carbon emission you know water usage climate change impact um and and also the business activities around the natural so things like even energy consumption mm-hmm. are there alternative sources of energy you know so those sort of things that a business does to the extent that you know those activities of the business you know um don't sort of um, emit negative things on the 
external environment, right? So those those sort of things are also very important consideration as we look at you know a business and how it addresses sustainable investment or sustainability investment. Then there's obviously social that speaks to relationship between a business, you know, the society, its yeah. supply chain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, its workforce, labor rights, labor issues, mm-hmm. and then there's the governance part, which is really how a business can be governed, you know, to you know compliance with regulations, you know, ensuring that businesses, you know, will be run in such a manner that they think of also the long term as they go on a day-to-day sort of basis yeah so i think that um, esg as a matrix is a fantastic way to just think about some of the criterias for how businesses can then define what should be a sustainable investment you know and even from the perspective of developing products that can be standardized where people can invest in many um investors would want to say before they invest in a particular sustainable investment what is the esg matrix so sometimes you have third party organizations that do what they call um i mean just look at you know different aspects of an organization and come up with what you call an esg score Okay. So, based on your ESG score, if the ESG score is very high or is very low, it then determines whether such a business is even worth investing in. So, people think of that idea. But there are quite a lot of ways you can look at sustainable investment. But I just think ESG is quite a very popular way to look at it. And, and that's also fine. Mm, I mean, I, I know you said that Nigeria, we're doing our best when it comes to it. But you now mentioned this ESG, you know, environment, society, and social and the rest. Now brings me to some of these regulations that business. Yeah have to face because I mean some of them can be stifling and we all know how environment is uh, the role to the government is playing so to you things factors like this how can businesses still thrive when so many things like this are hitting them and they still need to practice this ESG metric that you're talking about so um what, what we like to say and that's where you find the role as well of um advisory firms so there are a couple of um sustainability consulting firms as um and also sustainability advisory firms okay. um so I, the first important thing is that every business must now have a sustainability strategy okay so once they have that sustainability strategy then they can then embed that across every facet of the operations mm. so it then doesn't become an issue of um, a regulation has to then drive your compliance but it's already inbuilt in the way you do things mm-hmm. so take for instance things like social considerations which is part of the ESG right so things like what are your labor practices ensuring that the labor practices are fair there are no policies that discriminate maybe on the basis of gender you know or you think about things like governance so you are looking at diversity in the board or in the management structure within the business or, or looking at things like ensuring that businesses comply you know with relevant provisions of the law if those things are built in the strategy of the business mm-hmm. it then just becomes an issue of i mean it just becomes integrated in their day-to-day operation and once it becomes integrated in their day-to-day operations we might not even be having a conversation around sustainability investment because it just means that you know every sort of investment is already aligned in that yes, manner, in that manner. Yeah. Mm. And, and does it also um boils down to the individual now like everybody should also be aware of uh, things like this when it comes to sustainability because I believe too that down to the common man if they know what it's about if they mm. know how much it holds it will help all of us because it's it's, it's causing a cross yeah. that's why I had to bring up the fact of individuals too as well everybody needs to be aware now I want to talk about you know uh, the difference how do you differentiate between value driven investing using this ESG criteria that we spoke about and values based investing like, and, and that's a very interesting question. So, um, it's, so if you think about, I mean, value 
for many investors will be described as their returns. So yes. what they what they get in the in, out of the investment. So when you say value driven is really going for an investment primarily driven by what value the investor has anticipated. Mm. So a good example is when you see perhaps an a, a particular investment and you think that maybe that investment is underpriced and that investment has the potential to translate to um, higher profits for you you know so obviously what's driving you to that kind of investment is that value that you can see right but when we speak about value-based investing it's really saying that as a core part of the investor strategy be it an individual or be it an investing firm you know there are certain values you ascribe to mm-hmm. so uh, i'll give you an example so there are investors we brand as ethical investors which is also okay. this principle of value-driven invest uh, um, value-based investors right mm-hmm. so you might say that there are certain kind of business activities you would invest in no matter how profitable mm-hmm. it is so the guy who is value driven obviously is looking out for what he can get but the guy who is value based obviously has clearly cut values that they are set for himself mm. so you might say i won't fund businesses where um, they're engaging on ethical activities um maybe i won't fund businesses where there's no fair chance of understanding how profit is being made they're quite of um businesses that and i'm being careful not to want to mention some of these okay, kind of businesses yeah, yeah. but they're kind of businesses that we see right and you, you sort of think you know um based on setting personal values setting business uh, core values we would not want to go into this sort of business right some can think about maybe businesses that are linked to um things like um you know health issues maybe um businesses where are linked to high dosage of sugar you know something like okay. that right mm-hmm. uh, and if you think about the impact of high dosage of sugar in our day-to-day life you might think that oh there's a potential diabetes associated with investing in this kind of business right or businesses that might be involved in activities such as related to alcohol okay. you know or gaming or betting you know those sort of value sort of defined by the organization Mm -hmm. so they might say you know we don't want to invest in this sort of businesses right and it is from the perspective of the investor that's defined those values right so um the bigger picture with most of these investments we we see is um what is really going to be the principal decision for why you want to invest in any of these products right um and the jury is out on whichever direction you want to go value driven value based um, I just leave it up to any investor, you know, okay. to decide. Mm. I mean, both ways is is your choice, just like what you're saying. So if you're doing it based on all your values, fine. If you're doing it based on, but most people will look at the money. If you're being honest in this economy, they're in. One more question I want to ask you now. This is, uh, you know, there are different types of sustainable investing, and um, there have been some talk about, you know, returns. So now, returns from socially uh, responsible investments. Would you say they're lower than? traditional investments so we have to define this in terms of what time horizon are we using to measure this okay right um many traditional investments i mean your regular investments um when we look at returns what what's the measurement period we are looking at so how long you know do you sort of take to i mean if you want to just sort of identify um, whether this has been profitable for you um, if you typically want to invest in a sustainability or a sustainable investment sort of vehicle or product 
Um, the bigger picture is that in the long term, these things will translate to a lot of value for you. Mm. And if I think about any of the derivative of a sustainable investment vehicle, whether it's socially responsible investment, um, um, environmentally responsible investments, whatever, um, the idea primarily is that any investor going for those things believe that there's a larger good. And sometimes the larger good might be viewed over a longer term horizon so at the end of the day i I just want to explain this in a sort of um draw a mental picture now businesses operate because there is a safe environment that they sort of can thrive on the society operates because there is a natural environment that they thrive in so more like saying that businesses is a subset of the society the society is a subset of the environment so if we're thinking about social responsibility which is really about you know being responsible to the society or factoring the society in any sort of investment it means that it is beyond just what the business you know it's just beyond the gains for the business Mm. and for as long as the society will be better off it means that because this business is a part of the society it means that the business itself will be better off you you get that analogy the society is better and if the environment is also better off it also means that the society as well will be better off right Mm. so i think that um, at the end of the day um social social responsibility link investments whatever we want to call the sustainability investment i i think they are really the bigger good that's really the idea around them and ultimately they would outweigh any sort of um interest uh, associated with the traditional investment Investment. Mm -hmm. so with this now where do you see sustainable investing in nigeria let me let me put a time for let's say five years um so we're already there um i I did mention that uh, i was reading the news that a company has already floated a carbon fund um for as long as this social and environmental problems which are the aspect of sustainability Mm. uh, would always be relevant right so i think the market can only grow and if the literacy is also out there that you know as you invest in a sustainability fund or a sustainability investment you're also helping the realization of the broader good i think that it can just it can just be as big as anything you can think of Mm. Uh, and, and that's why we think that one way businesses can sort of access funding now is if that funding is linked to a, a broader good okay. right and for as long as it's linked to a broader good there will be lots of people because we must have a very safe society mm-hmm. a very safe world mm-hmm. at the end of the day what's the point if we just focus on the businesses and there's no safe world or safe society or safe environment mm. right? so those are things that investors yeah. sustainable investors look at before yes. putting their yes, money yes so everyone so the bigger picture is maybe in five years time right we are going to have a lot more sustainability focused investors than we have it to be so that's the kind of future i see all right i i I want to tap into that future too i mean this is nigeria and we're hoping for the best especially with this new uh regime that we're expecting anyway thank you for coming on the show and for speaking to us on this i mean i I do believe i've learned a lot more than i already know and the listener to has as well yeah i thought it was a pleasure being here thank you so much all right, that was Mr. Jonathan Obinaikilumba, managing partner at Office Law Consulting. More coming your way, don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>